Podcasting from the Chicagoland area, this is Game On with Jackson Stewart, where we discuss men's lifestyle, focusing on sex, fitness, relationships, business, and more. We'll be interviewing the best of the best, the hot shots, and the rising stars in the worlds of modeling, fitness, cooking, and more. Influencers who are discussing keeping it sexy while at the top of their game. I'm your host, Jackson Stewart. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the game. What if you could be a better player for the cost of one more cup of coffee a month? Get access to a growing library of lit erotica, behind-the-scenes action, and player's guides with tips on drinking, cooking, fitness, dating, sex, and life after dark. Low tier rate while offer lasts. Patreon.com. Game on with Jack. Keep it sexy and game on. This is Dale Valor. This is Pamela Ross. This is Trinesia. And you're listening. And you're listening to Game On with Jackson Stewart. To Game On with Jackson Stewart. Game On with Jackson Stewart. Killing them. We often think that winning the game is about learning from our past while planning our future. While there is some truth to that, the real power to leveling up is being present. Every major player will tell you that in the times that define them, they were in the moment. Tonight's guest helps us do exactly that. Billy is an author, speaker, and Taoist, teaching people to become more aware of the gifts in the present moment. His hit book, The Nowist, is full of wisdom from his own journey. The inspiration and truth Billy Mandarino presents in his new book, The Nowist, is a life-changing creation. Billy dives deep into the essence of us all and breaks down present moment, living in a very unique way. All right, folks, you have heard the introduction and the bio. Now join me in welcoming to Game On, the deep, the insightful, and the very present Billy Mandarino. Billy, how are you? Oh, another day in paradise, Jackson. Thank you so much for having me on your, you're a deep and insightful and brilliant show. I'm just honored to be a guest today. I, I thank you for saying that. And, and people, he hasn't even gotten the check yet, but he thinks there is a check. There isn't, but I like that. Um, <laughs> there's a check. Yeah. What? There's, there's a check somewhere. Billy, what <laughs> let the audience know, uh, where they can find you on what platforms and, and by what username. Well, the mothership is billymandarino.com. That's my name.com. And from there, you can tie out to, to all my social media channels, YouTube, Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, uh, TikTok, Twitter, all of it. Um, I'm here just to be of service to everybody. That's my mission is to be of service. I think we're all here to be of service to each other. I just have found, I guess, a specific uh, point of life that I think is so powerful is the present moment. And to be a Nowist, that's the name of the book. Now is finding the signs to your ultimate desires in no time is the title. And it just teaches you how to live in the present moment. So if you go to billymandarino.com, um, you can check out online videos. My YouTube has 530 some videos, free teachings about how to live in the present moment. And I have a new seminar coming up May 13th and 14th of this year um, here in the beautiful Santa Barbara. It's going to be spectacular. So if you want more information, just go to billymandrino.com, please. And we'll make sure that we have all your links posted on uh, on gameonwithjack.com. We'll make sure we have all that linked out. 
Billy, you said Santa Barbara. Is that where you are from originally? You know, I've been here 28 years. I was born in Santa Cruz, raised in Spokane, Washington, back to Santa Cruz, and then down here to Santa Barbara with my beautiful wife of 27 years. We're so blessed to be, I'm so blessed to have married my soulmate. We have an amazing daughter, freshman in high school. Life is full. Life is beautiful. I'm just grateful for it all. Now, we've got a, we've got a Cali guy who is deep and, and insightful mm-hmm. and, and just has his finger on the pulse of what's going on. How did you get into the business? How did you, uh, how did the Nowis mentality find you? You know, it was, uh, the calling. I, I know Jackson, we talked a little bit before the show about that calling. You just have this deep calling. And if you don't answer that call, you don't feel fulfilled. You don't feel like your life's work and your mission here on the planet is fulfilled. So I just had this calling and I had a lot of stress and trauma in my life, you know, in my past and some stress and trauma just last year I had to deal with. But um, I've learned that that present moment was the gift that I was given. And that word nowest just came through me. I mean, the book came through me. It didn't come for me. It came through me. I don't feel like well, my name, Billy Mandarino's on it. I brought it through, but I don't feel like it's a teaching. that's just for me. It's a teaching for everybody. And this calling of living in the present moment was just the way out for me. So caught up in outcome seeking and trying to, you know, fulfill goals and make things happen and make people happy and make people love me and accomplish more and compete with the Joneses. And I realized it's just a dead end street. And the present moment was the power that I was seeking all along. And so this book is literally like I've always been this spiritual sponge, Jackson. I've always like just loved all types of teaching, spiritual teachings of all great teachers and masters of, of time. But this spiritual sponge eventually wrung out in the form of this book that I call The Nowest, which is a spiritual memoir about how I found the present moment, and how the present moment is the greatest gift that you have in your life to fulfill all your wildest dreams and use that wonderful gift that we've been given called your human imagination to, to bring them into this world. You know, I, <clears throat> I have started to find that there are questions, you know, I, I do questions ahead of time and, and, uh, the guests see a very basic template of questions, but sometimes you know, I, I pepper in some original ones. I've started to find that questions arise before I even talk to the guests and you guys lead right into it. And I, that's such a wild thing when it happens. My next question mm-hmm. was, or is, I should say, who are some of your influences? And here you're talking about, you just mentioned all the influences that, that, uh, led to the now is so that, that's just wild when that works out like that. The concept of being in the moment. I mean, I could throw out names of, you know, the greats. I mean, modern people, Zig Ziglar, Napoleon Hill, Bob Proctor, uh, everybody from the secret, et cetera, et cetera. We can go back to, you know, the founders in different religions, Jesus, Buddha, et cetera, et cetera. Who are some of the people who either personally or through teachings give us the top three that led Billy Mandarino to become a Nowist? Oh, that's such a great question, Jackson. So I can say number one, of course, I guess it would be Jesus because I was raised Mormon, Christian, Catholic, Buddhist. I was in the Zen tradition. I've studied so many different religious and spiritual practices. But that or Jesus would be number one. And then you bring in this uh brilliant teacher named Dr. Wayne Dyer. Have you heard of oh, him? I've read several of his books. I used to watch him on PBS all the time. <laughs> 
That's how I found yeah. him. My daughter was three years old, and I discovered him on PBS after watching Dragon Tales yeah. with her. Yeah. He came on. It's like, man, this cat is talking my language. He's, I just, and so I just became obsessed with him and started studying his books, The Power of Intention, yes. Wishes Fulfilled. I mean, these books help shape my mission, and he's into my, he's in my book. Lots of his quotes, lots of his inspiration is in my book, The Nowest. So Dr. Wayne Dyer, if you haven't, you know, read or, or heard of him, go and check him out. You know, Dr. Wayne, Dr. Wayne Dyer.com. He wrote a book called The Power of Intention, which he wrote 40 books in his life. He died August 31st, 2015. But uh, he's a powerful force. He was the third most spiritually influential person on the planet when he passed away in 2015. Wow. And the number one most spiritually influential person who is currently on the planet is Eckhart Tolle. He wrote a book called The Power of yeah, Now. Yeah. So when I read his book, that really influenced, you know, the idea of living in the present moment. And that idea of the Nowist teaching was inspired by Jesus, Dr. Wayne, Eckhart Tolle. That's, that would be my top three. There's many others, but I'll give you the top three because that's the question. Yeah. I mean, you, you can't get, you can't go wrong with those top three. I mean, and I, yeah. I, I've read those books also and I couldn't agree more. I mean, especially. Wayne Dyer's books are so, so easily digestible, which I think a lot of people get, yeah. a lot of people get terrified when they get into, um, you know, the readings and stuff and they start to get into what they might call the metaphysical, but it's really not as, as mystical as that necessarily. But, um, yeah, Wayne Dyer right. is amazing. And, and yeah, I couldn't agree more with that. Are there challenges in the business of being a Nowist of teaching? Nowism. I mean, because it's very, it's very relaxed. It's, uh, I say simple, and I mean that in the strongest sense of the word simple. But um, you wouldn't think there would be challenges, but I know there are. And, and what are maybe three of the challenges that pop up for you? Well, I guess the, the biggest challenge for most people is we buy into this illusion of time. And we think that they were just physical bodies, you know, having this temporary spiritual experience in the world. And actually it's the reverse. We're these spiritual beings having this temporary physical experience. We just get so caught up in time and thinking that, oh my gosh, this is all about creating money and success and quote unquote success and, you know, getting more things in the mantra, the ego. And I learned this from Dr. Wayne, ego, E-G-O, edging God out. It's an acronym. And we get caught up in this time-bound world, past future thinking. It just takes you into stress, and stress is the great killer. And number one killer in the world is heart disease. Number two is cancer. Number three is hospitalization. So stress plays into most of those. Definitely the top two killers in the in the world um, are stress because they all add up to you know dis-ease. So that you have heard that before. A body at ease will not create dis-ease. Well, living in ease is the present moment when you can connect out of time into this moment and connectively, you know, feel your being, your essence, who you really are, what you really want to be in your life. It doesn't come in time. It's like in a moment. Your imagination is, is best served in the present moment when your eyes are closed, when you're breathing, when you're focusing with all of your awareness on what it is you really are here to do. What, what gives you inspiration? What's, what's coming from your heart? Not so much like this outcome where you go, okay, I want to make a million bucks. I'm going to work my butt off to make it happen. 
going to like, you know, infuse my family with massive negativity. Cause I'm going to travel all the time and do all these things and take all these meetings and forget really why I'm here, which is to serve and love my family and be of service to those around me. Then you, you know, you make your million bucks You go, is that all there is? I just wasted two years of my life, you know, and, and putting all this negativity into the world and to my family. Now I got this million bucks and you're not fulfilled. You go, okay, what's next? And you just keep lily padding to each of these goals and, Truth is, if you can be present with your intention and the power of your intention is living in that present moment with your focus on service and on feelings of good. I mean, it's, they say feeling good and feeling God are the same thing. So that's the deep work. It's to get in that present moment as a way of life. And that's what being a Taoist is. What's a day like for you? Like, I know, you know, you're a family man, so you have family, you know, responsibilities, things you take care of. But I have found with a lot of, uh, a lot of guests, a lot of influencers, a lot of experts, they tend to have similar uh, procedures and processes they go through every day. So what time does Billy Mandarino get up? Does he eat breakfast? Does he work out? Does he meditate? Let people uh, give people a snapshot of what your day is like as, as the Nowist. I'm going to call you the Nowist. I like that. <laughs> That's the book. And, and like I said, it's not me. It's like, how can I be of service with this mission? But for me, Billy Mandarino, the physical being that's in time right now, using this time to benefit those that he can serve with this message, with this mission. You know, I, I don't say this to brag or be braggadocious. I just want to tell you a quick snapshot for you and your audience about what I do, because, you know, it sounds corny, but we're human beings, not human doings, but we have to do sometimes to be. So I, I'm a property manager. That's how I monetize the mission. I'm a realtor and a real estate advisor and a property manager. I manage a hundred homes in the states here in Montecito, Hope Grant, Santa Barbara area. I sell quite a few properties every year. I'm a musician. I have a band called In the Present Tense. We finished our studio record and which is all songs around present moment awareness. We have our seminar coming up here May 13th to 14th, which I produce largely myself. We're going to have 200 people in person. I, I'm a single handicapped golfer. Um, I play a lot of competitive golf. I love my wife and daughter. I'm a, I say this humbly, a world-class father, a world-class husband. We have an amazing dog named Pepper who I get to spend lots of time with too. I do all of that without stress. I mean, I live in this ratio of 90-10. 90% of the day I live in present moment awareness. I live in the spiritual realm. 10% is like doing the stuff you got to do doing the appointments, the contracts, you know, taking my daughter to school, the stuff, the emails, the relationship building, all that. But I do it in that 90-10 ratio. But most people's ratio is inverted. It's 90% of the day they're living in stress and overwhelming anxiety, and 10% of the day they kind of phone it in. They'll, they'll maybe say a meditation, they'll pray. But I just set myself up to win the game of life. Jackson, what is N-O-W spelled backwards? One. Exactly. When you're in the now, you've won. You've won your presence back. It's also a homonym, O-N-E, one. When you can focus, speaking of scheduling, on one thing at a time, I have all these things. I have 15 to 20 appointments a day on my, on my eye calendar. But I, in that moment, like right now, I'm just 100% here for you. I'm here for your audience. I'm connected in this moment with my heart coming through the airwaves to you all. I'm here. Then I got to go to the next thing. But I have learned to live in that oneness. And when you live in that oneness, Literally, you get out of stress, overwhelm, fear, and anxiety. You have all this power to do all those other things I described and do them at a very high world-class level. It's funny. I mean, that was an amazing answer, and all these answers are amazing. Two things jump out. Number one, when it's funny. When you asked me to spell it backwards, I paused and thought, oh, shit, hold on. Let me spell that backwards in my head make sure I'm correct. 
<laughs> you were right. Most people say, wow, Jackson. They say, wow. Almost 90% of people will say, wow, and they don't know one. Well, I like Because they know it's an epiphany. It's like, wow, that is true. <laughs> I paused for a second to double check. But second is that you have described just so much of what even you have described what so much of people, people who are, are doing good. I mean, good people. I mean, I think we, I think we envision our heads stressed out people as like these, you know, these, uh, these almost neurotic, uh, cackling, uh, insane archetypes that, you know, we have pieced together from, from culture and cartoons, et cetera. But good people who are doing good work are some of the most stressed out, not living in the moment individuals that you could ever meet. And just you describing so much and just that answer of what the day should be like, I really want people to take away that, you know, you can do all the good that you are doing, everybody out there listening, but don't, don't just sacrifice yourself away in, in chips and chunks by with worry or guilt. And I think I remember reading somewhere that when you focus on tomorrow, you pay in worry. When you focus on yesterday, you pay in guilt. Like right. Ooh, I like right, that. I've never heard that one. Well, I like feel that. free to use it. I, I, it might have been me. I don't know. <laughs> but I mean, it, and <laughs> you're brilliant. Well, thank you, thank you. And I'm going to tell you, I am horribly guilty. And I, I mean, I just said the word. I am horribly in that category of of uh of looking forward. I don't try and spend too much on yesterday because yesterday I can't do anything about it. Nobody's got a time machine. But just so much of what's next, what's next, what's next. And you're right. We are so goal focused that we we strangle our appreciation of the moment because we're always looking about tomorrow well guess what when tomorrow is here when tomorrow is present you're not going to enjoy it because you're going to worry about the next day or the next week or or next hour so just so much to to unpack there that i think is brilliant uh in your answer what is your favorite part of what you do Uh, whether it be uh you know you know, I know, I know, I know service is going to be in there. So let's take that answer and put that up as an honorable mention. I like that though. What's the favorite part? Is it, is it the book? Is it just connecting with people to, to get this message out? Is it the band? Is it the golf? And I find those two things interesting because people who are more of the spiritual energy connected side of the house do love music and do love golf. I love music. I haven't gotten to the golf side yet, but what are uh what's your favorite part of the business? You know, um P I F PIF. It's an acronym for pay it forward. My favorite part is to keep paying it forward to the world. Just like in this podcast, just giving up my inspiration, information, transformation to you, your audience, whoever I'm serving. I do one on one coaching. Like I said, I have this wonderful seminar, which is so great to have people back in person. Um, I just keep paying it forward to people and not asking what's in it for me, not asking, you know, uh, how, how, am I, how is this going to serve me financially? How am I going to get out of something? I just love paying it forward because remember, the law of attraction is never broken. You get what you give. And I just keep giving and giving mm. and not inspecting even a thank you or anything in return. But what happens, Jackson, is avalanches of abundance emotionally, socially, spiritually, financially, societally just flow into my life. Because I'm acting like this wonderful quote from Hafiz, which I love, this Persian poet. He says, just look at the sun. The sun never says to the earth, you owe me. 
just imagine what a love like that can do. It lights the whole sky. Wow. That's, that's breathtaking. And, you know, I'm thinking about so many other, uh, so many other like-minded influences. And it, it, it's fascinating how, you know, a lot of these, these teachers and writers are separated by centuries, maybe even millennia, but they've been saying the same thing forever. I mean, we could talk about, um, you know, Ogmandino. We could talk about Napoleon Hill. We could talk mm-hmm. about, um, you know, so there's such a large movement on TikTok now about manifestation, about energy, about relaxation, about being in the moment. So you have these new teachers who are using, you know, new media uh, to reach people. And like yourself, you're using, you know, uh, Internet and podcasts. So that's um, it's it's fascinating. And it's so important that people walk away with, with this stuff. What's your least favorite part of the business? Is it that 10% or do you not see that as a least part, least favorite? I'm sorry. Man, that's a good, no one's ever asked me that question. What is my least favorite part? So the business, do you mean of being a spiritual teacher? Yeah. Or, yes. Yes. I'm sorry. Um, real estate uh, or whatever, being, or music or what, what, what part? Being a spiritual teacher. The least, I guess, you know, the least favorite, I've just came back from Vegas last night. I was there for four days. At a Engel and Volker real estate convention. I'm a, I'm a real estate advisor with Engel and Volkers. We're a global company. And I got, I got cooked up with them about four years ago because when my book came out in 2018, the Nowist, they were so taken by it. They allowed me to go all over the world and give this talk that I give called now become a real state in quotes agent. Now become a real state agent teaching advisors, real estate advisors. And a real estate agent doesn't have to be with real estate. It's about being in the present moment, about how to use your imagination to create abundance in your life, how to, you know, connect to the law of attraction, to just use your wonderful human imagination with the power of your present moment awareness to focus on what it is you want to bring into your life and not get caught up in outcome focus because most people are so caught up in outcome. And I guess that's the least favorite part of mine is people want the, want the outcome now. They think, Oh, I'm going to, you know, go through Billy. I have this 12 week program called becoming your infinite self that I, coach people one-on-one and they always want the results now and it's the frustrating part is people that <laughs> i'm teaching about being in the present moment but it's it's like a give and take a tug and pull at the tug of war of them wanting to fight the present moment you know they don't the, the positive act of surrender mm. that's how you get through that challenge and that's what i teach how do you positively surrender to your problems to becoming um, detached from outcome and then live in that, that present moment awareness, which is all your power. How do you surrender from that? And the act of positively surrendering is, is the, is the work, the hard, the deep work, I guess you will. But that's the difficult part for me is like, I have this great gift I want to offer you, but they won't receive it. And that's, that's the challenging part. You know, I did, uh, I, I've done martial arts for years and, and that, that's not a brag. I'm leading somewhere people. And so I remember, Every time, every time I really, really got hurt, the, uh, the sensei or the instructor at the time would walk over to me. Usually I was on the ground and they would look at me and they would say, why are you not one? And it wasn't, you know, early on, I didn't understand it, but literally as, as I got deeper into it and, and, and talked to them more, they would say that my mind was not where my body was. And they would say, your mind is either thinking about what happened earlier or your mind's thinking about what you're going to do later. But right now, your body is here and your mind is not. Or they would say, you are of two minds. And every time I was, I did that, it led to an injury. And 
once again, it, you were one. yeah, it's the, yeah, you I were was one. not one. It's the importance of being in, in the moment, being, being a nowist. And can you give three takeaways that people can use to level up their being in the now? Well, have you, have you a moment for a quick story? Sure, of course. Okay, Jackson. So last year, this time last year, I was walking out of a hospital after being paralyzed uh, 21 days in the hospital, having learned to walk again. Uh, February 16th of this year was the one-year anniversary of that uh, traumatic uh, transformational event that happened to me. And I'll tell you the quick ver- cliff, cliff note version of it. So my wife's 50th birthday was last December. And California was on lockdown. I'm not sure where it was in Chicago area, but we were on lockdown. You couldn't even, you know, get gathering. It was her 50th birthday. I want to have a party for her. So I knew Miami was not locked down. I've been in the Fontainebleau before for some events. And I thought, oh, my gosh, she's never been to Miami. Never been to the Fontainebleau. So I fly us out to the Fontainebleau. Nellie is having this amazing beach party on the sand. I think, perfect. We're away. It's a thousand people. It's an exclusive kind of party. So it's a New Year's Eve party. And also I can celebrate her birthday. And it's a big way to do it. So we fly out there, have a great time. They push the party inside because they said it was too windy. Come to find out, I think they were going to shut down because they thought it was going to be a super spreader event Mm -hmm. that people were going to be drinking and getting out of control. So they move it inside and they didn't want to refund us our money, I think. Anyway, we decided to go for it. We separated. Everybody was 20 feet apart. We had a great time. Four of our friends from Miami were there, just us staying to ourselves, having a great time. We fly home. And on January 4th, we get back. And then a couple of days later, we start feeling weird. And I haven't had a sickness. I don't get sick. I don't have, I have spiritual immunity and that spiritual immunity gives you physical immunity. So I rarely ever get sick. I can't, I haven't had a cold or flu in like over a decade. My wife has been sick once in the 29 years that I've known her. We're just really healthy people. So we both come down with COVID and we're like, Oh my gosh. Then we give it to our daughter. Mm. So our house was just full of these six people, these sick people. And so on. Um, on day two, after, you know, they, we all have been, you know, physically diagnosed with our test. January 8th, they came back positive. A day later, they are fine. And for me, I was laid out in bed with 102 fever that spiked every night. I lost 20 pounds. I was so sick and I didn't want to pray. I didn't want everyone to pray for me because my dad, who's 80, just had open heart surgery. He also had appendicitis and COVID all within like a month period of time. Wow. And he had all these challenges. I didn't want all my family. I have six brothers and sisters. I didn't want their prayers to go to me. I was all focusing on him. But I realized this great lesson I learned as a spiritual teacher. You think that you've got all the answers and you can handle this all on your own. And I realized I can't do this alone. And I, the doctor says that if he if he doesn't break his fever and his dry cough is going to become wet, he's going to get COVID lung. He's going to have to go into the hospital. And I said, oh, no, that's the number three cause of death. I do not want to go into the hospital. It's COVID. So I asked everybody to pray for me. And the next day I broke my fever and I quarantined for the 12 days. I got better and I went and played golf and I, I love golf. I played nine, ten holes, played great. Next morning, I woke up and I was numb head to foot. I couldn't feel anything. My face, my arms, my legs. Two days after that, I lost the ability to walk and I collapsed. So a couple couple trips to the ER, my wife and daughter carried me there, basically. Turns out that I had this syndrome called Guillain-Barre syndrome, or GBS for short. And it means that your antibodies in your body eat the insulation around your nerves. And all the electricity is like piranhas eating, you know, eating those little chunks out of your insulation around your nerves. And all the electricity goes out those holes and you have no strength. So I, I was literally paralyzed in a hospital bed for seven days. And I'm 
you know, I, if I don't, I don't have a lot of fear in my life, but there's one I do have is claustrophobia. I had to spend four and a half hours in an MRI tube and I had to figure out how to beat this overwhelming fear. So what I did is I learned to go quantum. I used my imagination. I chanted, prayed, sing. I just held it. It was like the biggest trial by fire to overcome your fear. And it was challenging. After that, I spent seven days in a bed, paralyzed in a hospital. 14 days after that, to learn to walk again. And so many people were praying for me. The doctors were incredible. They gave me this, it's called IVIG that helped interrupt my immune system from eating itself. And so February 16th of this year was a one year anniversary that I went through this process. But the biggest takeaway for me was the first day I was scared shitless. I was totally terrified. Like I was going to be paralyzed. I was going to come back to life to be there for my wife and my daughter and all the folks that I serve. And then I was teaching and my band and my seminar was coming up in three months. And I was just like, what am I going to do? And I decided after that, that first day when I was so caught up in fear and focused on what I didn't want, I said, okay, going forward, no matter how long this takes, I'm going to make this my spiritual practice. I called that MRI tube, that tube that I was in, like a caterpillar. I was like, oh, this is my COVID cocoon. I'm going to use this to transform my lowest self. Because, you know, the transformation, the metamorphosis that a monarch butterfly goes through is rigor mortis. It dies and it becomes this enlightened being. I'm going to serve everybody who's serving me, all the doctors, nurse, physical therapists, speech therapists, swallows. I'm just going to serve them. So I just gave my heart to them. I said, how can I help you in your life? And I got better faster. And I walked out of the hospital and it's a miracle. And the doctor said, you got a 5% chance of getting back to your normal life. And about a year, you'll be able to, you know, get back to your life. And in two months, my myelin grew, which is a miracle in itself. It covered my nerves. I was back golfing like two months after I walked out of the hospital. That was a, to call it a crazy wild story is, is, is to do it an injustice. I mean, that is phenomenal. It was surreal, man. And now I look back on it, it just feels like a dream or a nightmare. <laughs> so, so with the three takeaways that you would want people to have from that to, would it be uh i think one of the takeaways was like don't don't think that you can do it all on your own is that a takeaway yeah that 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 would be one number one would be yes you you need people you need our hearts we we are all one but we all come from you know there's eight billion people on the planet we're all one but you have to reach out do you need that you need that coherent energy field that's created when you tie ropes around all these other souls and these hearts to help pray for you in that oneness. Number two is make the hardest things in your life your spiritual practice. I'm going to say it again. Write it down. It's so good. Remember this. Make the most difficult or challenging things in your life your spiritual practice. Then three, serve other people and you will get what you want. Not what's in it for me, but how can I serve? In keeping with the theme of sexiness, and every guest it freezes at this question, so don't feel bad. What is the sexiest thing about Billy Mandarino? Ah, Billy, I lost you for a second. Are you there? Jackson, yep, you there? Yep, there we go. I think, yeah. Oh, sorry about that's that. That's okay. In keeping with the theme of sexiness, and every guest trembles at this question, what is the sexiest thing about Billy Mandarino? <laughs> Oh yeah, you get a lot of laughs too. I get I'm sure. Yeah. And the sexiest thing about me, I guess it's um, I want to say confidence. Yeah. Okay. And, confidence. And what do you find is the is the quality that makes people their most attractive, their sexiest? <laughs> 
So when I see somebody, what's so sexy about yes. them? You know, it's crazy to say, but I can see people's inner beauty before I can see their physical beauty. And when I see somebody who's just like glowing from the inside, like with just like this confidence and, and self-esteem and just like kindness and love and just, I don't know, they just, they're kind of a nowist by virtue. Maybe they don't even know what that means or living in the present moment. But I just sense people's like beauty inside before I see the, and I was a model for 25 years. Uh, professional models. I've, I've been in that aesthetic business for many, many years. Commercials, uh, models in New York, and and I just have conditioned myself living as a Nowis. I'm living in this this mission of creating this legion of Nowis. I just noticed that in people, so I found that really sexy. It is now time for the quick game, where we like to give our guests a chance to run through some entertaining questions. Billy, are you ready? Bam, let's do this. All right, don't overthink it. I mean, I'm talking about Nowis, so if anybody should not overthink it, it should be you. <laughs> you got the right guy, right? If you could buy any type of food right now, what would you buy? Chicken. Who is your favorite superhero and why? Batman. Because he is the Dark Knight. What is your favorite summer activity? Golfing. Uh, if you could be any flavor of ice cream, what ice cream flavor would you be and why? Mint chip, because I like how it's like kind of spicy and it gives you this kind of little buzz of methyl and of methane as it comes in and you know, as it kind of goes off in your mouth. Uh, are you a morning or a night person? I am a vampire night person. <laughs> describe yourself. I'm Batman. Describe yourself. You're Batman eating ice cream. I love it. Yes, I'm Batman. Describe yourself in three words. Nowist, service, heart. If you were on the planet Mars, what would you do for fun? Ooh, man, I would make like Mars snowballs. <laughs> and like marshmallows, get it? Marshmallows. <laughs> make a bunch of snowmen so you totally confuse like NASA yeah. when they look. Yeah. Um, That's right. Probably my favorite question, uh, who inspires you? Oh, my God. I'm inspired by God. Truly, the oneness of God. Good people, sexy people. That wraps up our interview with just the mind-blowing and inspirational uh, and very present Billy Mandarino. Billy, thank you so much for joining us this evening. One more time, let people know where to find you. Jackson, man, you are a light of the world, my brother. I'm just so grateful for your audience and for you and just your servant heart to get this message and this mission out to the world. I appreciate that. And if they want to connect with me, please go to BillyMandarino.com. That's the hub, the mothership of it all, the nowest teachings of all the social media. But please check out, you know, my event if you're so inclined. It's a, it's May 13th and 14th uh, here in Santa Barbara. And if you mention this podcast and send me, you can go to my website and send me an email through the contact us tab. I will knock the price down to $50. It's $222 to go to this event. If you want to come, it's $50 for you to go to the general mission two day. Now it's experience live. Wow. And I will make sure that I post that up. Billy, thank you so much. And we will see you soon. Thank you, Jackson. Peace be with you, brother.